this one's huge. And I would say this one, to me, accounts for every bit of success that you've had to this point, every little success, every little achievement, and that is the only way to fail is to stop showing up. The only way to fail is to quit. Yeah. Have you ever heard or read Steve Martin's book called Born Standing Up? I'm talking about no. the actor. Fascinating. In his book, which I listened to the audiobook he narrates, I've always been a big fan of Steve Martin. Legendary. If I have the story right, I moved out to L.A., was trying to make it, was trying to make it. Had It wasn't happening for him. Right. He said to himself, I quit. I'm yeah. done. He was walking to his car. Now, I'm shortening this very long right. road he was on. Yeah. Because he had made like a commitment to himself that if I have not made it by the time I'm like 27 or right. I'm not this, I'm done. Yeah. Because at some point, most people are going to go, I got to cut my losses. Right. It's not happening. Right. And he literally was going to his car to leave L.A. Yeah. And as he was getting into his car, somebody stopped him uh-huh. out of the blue. And it was like a producer or a director casted him heard this also pertains to acting because acting just like in real estate and voiceover, every time you go in for an audition, every time you go in for a real estate listing, it gets really depressing after a while when you get turned down. No, 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 no. And in acting and in voiceover, a lot of times you don't even get the no. Right. No one calls you. Yeah. And you're just going, no one tells you what you're doing wrong. Right. Maybe it was Harrison Ford. With so many people on the bus to make it in Hollywood. Yeah. The only way to win is by never getting off the bus. Yeah. The only way you fail is if you stop showing up. As long as you're doing what you believe you should be doing, you know. I do believe you have to be self-aware. If you're not making the kind of money you want to, maybe you're on the wrong fucking bus. I'll be honest. Am I making the amount of money I want to make in voiceover right now? No, my goals are kind of lofty. My business still grows. Surefire way, I'm never going to hit that is if I quit. Right. These types of businesses, very few success stories where someone comes out the gate and crushes it and gets those big jobs immediately. It's staying the course, continuing education. It's making yourself better, continuing on the path that you want to be on or that you're working towards. Yeah. If it's selling 120 houses at $800,000 average to to gain $3 million, well, that's the path that you're on. And the day you quit is the day that you fail. Yeah, I think that's very true. Certainly as it pertains to things that you want in life and things that you're pursuing. Some things do warrant, you know, and obviously this isn't what you're referring to, But I think that what holds a lot of people back in many ways is they pay attention to things, and I'm talking about myself as much as anybody, they pay attention to things in life that are actually distractions from that which they are pursuing. And you're avoiding the activities that would actually procure it. Because at the end of the day, if you really believe in your ability to do a great job at something and that you're going to do a better job than your competitors then you're really disadvantaging your potential clients by not letting them know who you are. But it's hard to see it from that perspective when you are 
going to have to deal with more rejection than acceptance because you're being rejected by the people who aren't your future clients. Well, you're being accepted uh, by the people who are your future clients. Well, you might be rejected by the people that aren't your future clients now. Today. Today. Yeah, no today is not no tomorrow. Right. You're not a loser in life just today. Right. I think that's a big one because if you don't quit, you don't fail. Now, it doesn't mean you won't fall, but you get back up. It's easier to be different than to be better. It's easier to be different than better. You don't necessarily have to be better than everyone else around you, but your uniqueness, your difference, gives you your own brand. In terms of real estate, if you're following the same rules and you're being ethical and and all the things that you know legally you're supposed to do for your clients. Right. It was funny because when we were in real estate, when we both were working real estate together, you obviously continue to do so. Right. I have an inactive license and I'm not active at all. But when I was active, one of the things that I like to do in my guerrilla marketing was after I knocked on your door and I introduced myself because I felt like it was a better impression. It was a better impression made if I met you, even if you told me to get the fuck off your property right. and don't ever come back. Right. I would still go home. And I'm not the only one, but I would handwrite you a letter. Yeah. Great to meet you. Most people don't want to handwrite letters anymore. And it was very time-consuming. Yes. And it's so much easier just to send them a flyer that's been printed. The handful of agents that do that, that was a way of not, besides my own style of talking and looking, that was a way of being somewhat different. Because how many times did I hear, how many people write me handwritten cards? Yeah. Almost none. I think a lot of it has to do with how you define better, because in so many ways, being different makes you better. You right. know what I mean? Because you stand out. You don't look like everybody else. You actually have a better proposition. Or maybe you just have a different offer. There's a book out right now. It's written by Alex Hermosi, and it's called $100 Million Offers. And I'm in the middle of reading this book, and this is a brilliant guy. And what he's saying is come up with an offer that you can make to someone that they would be crazy not to accept. And then go do that as many times as you can. So come up with an offer that's better than everybody's offer, right? Let's just say, how could I come up with an offer for real estate that would be better than everybody else's offer? If I was in voiceover, I could say something like, hey, I will rip a two-minute commercial for you just so that you can see how I can represent your brand if you'll give me an opportunity to walk you through this process of what I do. How can I make someone an offer that they'd be crazy to say no to, considering that they need my service, right? Right, right. Obviously, if they don't need your service, it doesn't matter how good your offer is. Hey, dude, I'll give you a million dollars if I can sleep with your wife. If you're selling cups (laughs) and I don't need a cup, then I don't need a cup. How can you make an offer that's so good in your industry, people would feel crazy to say no? If you can come up with that, and you can if you know your job well enough, And you go do that 50 times a day. How many people can you hit a day? With social media, the numbers get insane. Endless. Endless. And if you have a specific offer, you can target that marketing around that product. And now you're competing with everyone else in that product space. But guess what? You've got a better offer. You're going to win. I thought this one was good. Your perspective is your superpower. Mm. Because if you have a shit perspective on things... I'm always the victim. 
this is too hard. You are what you think. And you are the way that you see the world. That could be your superpower. It's almost like seeing, it's like being an optimist versus being a pessimist. Dude, absolutely, man. It's the truth that the glass is both half full and half empty. But which way do you prefer looking at it? I'm a glass is half full guy. Me too. Glass has got water. That's better to me than an empty glass. Than bone dry. Right. There's value in that which is in the cup. More so than if there was nothing in it. Right. Right? As you have an empty cup, you just have something to hold something, but there's nothing in it. Exactly. It's not that a negative perspective or a pessimistic perspective is wrong. Just a way of looking at things. And it's not always right to be optimistic either. I mean, a lot of times pessimistic people avoid... <laughs> you know, pain. <laughs> yeah, the pain that the optimistic people go through by getting screwed over or taken advantage of or whatever. Well, you know what but I mean? everyone's going to get screwed over, even the pessimist. At Them, least they were expecting it. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm not pessimistic. I mean, unless it's something that I can clearly see there's a problem right. or that is a ripoff. But ultimately, when I encounter people on a daily basis, yeah. I give everyone the benefit of the doubt. Where my wife, on the other hand, mm. she is more of the a little bit pessimistic sometimes. And I'm like, nah, they're not doing that. How do you know that this is that? Yeah. I give everybody the benefit of the doubt until until they do something that really sets off the alarm that I'm like, okay, well, yeah. this person, you know, isn't trustworthy. You're or... going to have much less of an emotional response than your wife. Because I am a man. Because you're a man. Yeah. And I would say, obviously, I don't spend enough time with your wife to know if she's largely optimistic or pessimistic. But I can say that in general, women tend to look more into the details of things than I do. Right. I don't know about any other man. Right. But well, no. I come home and I got a big idea and I'm yeah. like, oh, it's going to be this and that. And then, and she's just like, yeah, well. Uh. All throughout my life, I've been hearing about things from women that I had no idea even existed. Problems that I had no idea <laughs> was a problem. I didn't even know it was there at all. We should make a list. Yeah. The things I never knew about until I was told by, by a, a woman. woman. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. All growth comes through connection. Yeah. You can't do anything by yourself. It takes contacts, it takes connection through yeah. people. Right. Business, personal. I mean, everything you have. To this day, everything I have in one way, shape, or form is through a connection. Yeah, I would agree with that, man. I mean, everything. The microphones that we're talking into right now. Absolutely. You know, we're all seeking connection in some kind of way. Right. You know, we're constantly seeking connection. That's why I go on Match.com or FarmersOnly.com. I think like my natural inclination and, and many others, I think, especially in the society where we live right now, And I think this is so important for our kids, too, man, because something about our generation is just kind of starting to wake up, it seems like, about awareness of the inner possibilities and the inner self. And, you know, you have a connection with yourself, which is actually more important than connection that you have with anyone else. And personal growth comes from a deeper connection with yourself and really... If you want to cultivate relationships, if you want to cultivate business, 
if you want to cultivate health and wealth and well-being in your life, the way to do that is not through exterior things. It's an interior connection that creates space for you to grow. And by doing that, you become attractive to the people who you want to be like, i.e. who you want to attract by growing yourself personally. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. When I hear about everybody's like resolutions and I hear about all these things, so exterior, it's always something out here that I got to do. It's always something else I got to add to my list. You know, it's like yesterday, bro. Remember yesterday I was like out in Lake Lanier? I was sitting on the side just looking out at the water up on like a mountaintop looking at the trees. It was fucking unbelievable, dude. I was out there with my dog, took my boat out there. It was insane. And I was like, yeah, it's hard to get away. We were texting. And I wasn't even talking about you at all. <laughs> but you were like, yeah, I was trying to get you to do something. <laughs> yeah. you know? We were like, you know, I'm just trying to disconnect, you know. People want me to do stuff. And I was like, well, yeah, I was wanting you to do stuff earlier. Exactly. But that's okay because, like, you have deliverables, you have commitments, you have relationships, you have all these things that you do need to deliver on. But it's okay to take time. But, dude, you got to take time for yourself. Like, you got to take time away from your kids, away from your husband, away from your wife. You got to have that peace. You got to have that time where you just go fucking somewhere. Like, for me, it's always the woods for some reason. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But you're not skilled in shooting shit in the woods (laughs) i mean or something like that right so important to cultivate that internal uh connection with oneself and that relationship because at the end of the day that's how you become a, a better person and that's how you stay grounded and connected and to the things that you are committed to the ego will destroy you oh yeah the ego will destroy you the ego is that internal demon My ego got bruised. That comment hurt my ego. Well, it was an interesting thing. I actually had a moment yesterday. I was sitting on the side of this mountain, and I was looking out at the water, and I was thinking about how grateful I was just to be there, you know what I mean, and how beautiful it was. Right. And I was thanking myself for making the sacrifice to do it. We needed this, you know what I'm saying? Right. Then I looked at my boat. My boat's fucking badass, right? I mean, that was on my vision board for five years. Right. It was about the boat before. It was about I had to go to the lake and run the boat because I hadn't run it in two or three weeks and stuff like that. So it's this whole boat thing. And I thought to myself, you know, it wouldn't even matter if I came here in a fucking canoe. I could still enjoy this. You could still get the same amount of internal, that satisfaction. I could could still be having the exact same experience. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? You could have been on a raft. on a a fucking board. Yeah, you could could have been on one of those those boats where you have to use your feet and pedal. Well, and I mean, obviously, the type of craft you choose determines how long it takes. I could have been in a John boat and done the exact same thing. The ego is like all about the boat. But the self, I don't care how we get here. I just want to be on this island. I just want to be on on this mountain. I just want to see this beautiful view. I just want to breathe this clean air. Somehow the ego can can feed the self right. by getting it there yeah. in a nice boat. You know, because the thing is, would I go out there in a fucking canoe? Well, I might now. I would never have. But I've lived here for fucking 15 would years. Would you have had the time? That boat was the vessel that yeah. got you to that point quickly right. in a way where you weren't brushing off everything else that you are committed to in your life. I see that with my son, you know what I mean? I see that with Jack. Like, he doesn't care how nice my car is. He just wants to be with me. Like, he doesn't care what we go to do. 
he just wants to spend time with me and I just want to spend time with him. Like we don't have to do anything in particular. We could just go out in the backyard and freaking dig a hole or some shit. Right. Right. And have a great time together. And so a lot of things in life, less ego would be better for, for our important connections. I like this one. David beat Goliath once and he can do it again. Whatever Goliath is, yeah. could be addiction, could be an enemy, yeah. could be your internal struggle. It could be picking up a drink. It could be picking up a cigarette, could be not making that phone call. Whatever you see, the thing that is standing in your way, you could put a title on it as it's Goliath. You could beat the day, you could beat the year, you could beat the struggle. Right. You've done it once. And if you haven't done it once, it can be done, and then you can do it again. Yeah. And you could do it again every day. You could lose one day, but you get up and you do it again the next day, and you try to take Goliath's ass down and yeah. put his ass in the ground. Absolutely, dude. However Goliath is standing in your way, you can move him out of your way. Yeah, I've thought a lot about that story, man, especially recently because Jack is in a Christian school, so I've read it to him like 50 times. You know right. what I mean? And I started down this path, and I was like, you know, we're both David and Goliath. Every one of us, you mean? Yeah, every one of us is both characters in that story. The metaphor would be like, Goliath is this big, powerful David's force. a puny pussy. Like, right, he's, he's, he's a kid. He's depicted as a skinny, just... Yeah, but he's pure, because he's a child. Right. You know what I mean? He's pure, he's a teenager, he's a shepherd. He's the wimpy kid. But he's, yeah, he is, but he's the shepherd, and I mean, he's, you know... He's very unassuming, but he represents the good side. Goliath is this big, powerful, scary giant. Right. Who's so intimidating that you wouldn't dare get in his way. Right. Yet he represents the bad side. For David to fight Goliath or for you to stand up to Goliath, you have to stand up to Goliath as David. Face the fear. Right. When you're facing fear, you face it as David. It was a precision shot that took him out, and no one even expected it. I mean, this guy didn't even have a sword. It was completely unfair. But that is the difference between light and darkness. Right. Just a little bit of light can spread and light up an entire building out of complete darkness. A candle. Right. A candle can light a massive gymnasium. Completely dark. Yeah. Like one you candle. Have, yeah. We have that precision within the good side of ourselves. Right. But we allow ourselves to get beat up constantly by Goliath. Right. Because if we're being hard on ourselves or we're thinking down about ourselves. We're experiencing fear. And I, we're cowering to it. I don't know where I heard it. I think it was a motivational speaker. But I've said this to my son. I've told this story when he has been fearful of something, which I am older, I've lived life, yeah. and a lot of times it's something that I'm like, you really don't need to be fearful of it. Right. If it's something that you need to fear, I'll right. say you probably should approach with real freaking caution. Right, like yeah. a rattlesnake. Right. <laughs> but So it was a story I had heard about a boy, Yeah. and every day the boy gets out of school and he takes the same path home. There's a house he has to pass where this dog yeah. comes running out and the boy takes off. Yeah. This dog is running 
after him. Right. Chasing him. He goes and he avoids that way home week after week. It's happened a few times now. He knows if he walks past that house, that dog is coming out. Yeah. So he has altered his route and takes this long way to avoid the bully or the dog. Yeah. And then one day... He says, dude, I ain't got time for this shit. I'm just going to pass this damn house. I'm not walking out of my way 45 minutes to avoid getting chased by this dog. He walks past the house and the dog comes out and he stands up to the dog. He doesn't run. Basically bows up. And when he gets close to the dog, he realizes the dog doesn't have any teeth. All bark. No teeth. Right. So if you did get bit, has no teeth. Yeah. And I said, dude, the dog didn't have any teeth. Fear, it's false evidence appearing real. Yes. That's all it is. Now, there are some things that have teeth, obviously, that you probably should be fearful of, but normally it's those little things like making that phone call Mm -hmm. or, you know, standing up to that bully. Yeah, you might get hit. You stand your ground, chances are the bully ain't going to come back. Right. Doing the thing that you're fearful of, you know, most of the time, there's really nothing to be afraid of. You're holding yourself back more than anything else. Everything exists on the other side of the activities that you're afraid to do. It's called being brave. Yeah, courage. Courage. Yeah. Brave, brave courage. Yeah, yeah. Same, like uh, what's his name said? Churchill. Oh. Cur- courage is the, the, the foundation from which all other values are built or exist because it all takes courage. And like David and Goliath, that's what David did. And so it's like. There's a side of us which may appear small and weak, incapable of winning in the face of opposition or massive problems or massive side wins, which happen to all of us in our lives. Death, sickness, financial troubles. These are things that we all experience. Black cloud that follows you wherever you go and just seems like everything. Bad relationship. Yeah. Inner demons, depression. Oh, yeah. The past, you know, anxiety, worrying about the future. Mm-hmm. All those monsters that we all carry around with us that, you know, in many cases we allow to dictate our actions. And the way we feel. And the way we feel. We have the power, we have the ability to stand up and win against those things if we're just willing to throw the, the, the stone. And just to say, fuck you. And to say, no, we're not doing that today. Or no, I'm not afraid. Or no, I'm going to do it anyways. Or no, I'm going to talk to that person. I'm going to tell them goodbye. Or I'm going to leave. Or I'm going to go. Whatever the action is that you know you need to take, that you're afraid to take, but you know it's the right thing to do, you just got to fucking do it. And you'll win, typically. Just like David did. We're not done with this list. This list is long, so we can continue. This is the never-ending man-fused list. Yeah, this is the man-fused commandments. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Yeah, there's (laughs) The commandments of of man-fused. Right. Make sure you check out our man-fused gear. You can find the link in our episode description and listen to us on all the major podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.